Hello. Hello. Hello, I'm Gary Bellamy, and I'd just like to say welcome to Down the Line, the first ever all-phone-in talk show on Radio 4. Yep, now, there's been a lot of nonsense in the press lately about how Radio 4 is too middle-class, too middle-aged, too white, but I'm having none of it. Radio 4 is the best radio station in the world, bar none. And I know, I've travelled a lot, I've seen the world, I've worked in Canada, and I can tell you there is no other channel like Radio 4. And do you want to know why? It's because of you lot, the listeners. You are the most intelligent, the most loyal, the most well-informed radio audience in the world, and, and the most articulate, and it's, a, it's an honour to be broadcasting to you across, across the country and across the internet, of course, as well. Give us a call on 0800 068 7060 or email down the line at BBC. .co.uk. So, what should we talk about today? Well, freedom of speech is a hot topic, what with the Danish cartoons, David Irving being jailed in Austria, the terrorism bill aimed at outlawing the glorification of terrorism, and the recent bill that tried to legislate against religious intolerance. This is something that everyone is talking about, but what does it mean to you, freedom of speech? What, what does it mean to you? Do you think everyone should be allowed to say what they want, whenever they want, or do you think there should be limits? Call us on 0800 068 7060. That's the number. Or email down the line at bbc.co.uk. OK, we're going to the phones now for our first ever call on down the line. Hello. What's your point, sir? Hi. Um, just regarding freedom of speech. Yes. I've been a Labour Party activist uh, for... I joined the Labour Party when I was 17. Mm. And um, freedom of speech is obviously a subject very dear to me. Yes. I... Got involved. I was interested in politics from quite a young age. When most people were, uh, I don't know, interested in football or music, I had, I had quite an active interest in politics even then. Okay. And I started a debating society in my school when I was fifteen. That's quite young, isn't it? Very young. Well, yes, I suppose it is. But um, yeah. I'm uh, aware of the legacy, you know, that we have in, in the form of uh, party political democracy. Mm. It's a liberal democracy, and I think it's something we should treasure and something that I've strived to maintain ever since. Yeah. Um, I work uh, for the Labour Party at grassroots level, mm. um, and I feel that w more and more people at this level have become dissatisfied with the central office. Mm. You have somebody like Tony Blair, uh, mm. who's really adopted a far more presidential style of government than yeah. even previous la yeah, Labour yeah. incumbents. Mm. And the point I'm trying to make is yeah, that if I'm feeling that at this level, mm. then I think that can only be translated generally across the country. You know, we live in um, mm. a multi-ethnic society now, and mm. I do feel that everyone's rights need to be protected. Yeah. If we... Oh, if we encourage people to speak uh, out as they see it or yeah. how they, or yeah. in whatever they believe, yeah. um, I do feel that despite paying a lot of lip service to freedom of speech, mm -hmm. there have been many attempts recently actually to stifle public debate. Yeah. The dilemma occurs when you have perhaps somebody wants to express a religious belief, which most of us in uh, a liberal democracy mm, yeah. would actively encourage and support. Mm. But there, when do we draw the line? If, for example, somebody wants to express particularly right-wing mm, views, mm. Uh, in the mm. Labour Party at grassroots right. level, we're aware... Actually, of a lessening. Yeah, of, of course. Uh, well, yes. Thank you. Thank you very, very much for your call. Some very interesting points there. Uh, let's go to our second caller now, uh, Amanda Glendinning from Bath. Uh, we're talking about freedom of speech. What do you want to say? I just think everybody should be able to say exactly what they want to say, as long as they don't upset anybody else. Right. That's a fair point. 
So I'm all for freedom of speech. Yes. But then you've got your own responsibility to make sure you don't say anything that offends anybody else. Well, wouldn't it be a bit of a boring world if we couldn't say what we felt about a thing? If no, we didn't upset anyone. be careful about other people's feelings. Yes, I know that. But what if you say something about somebody? Okay, for example, if you knew someone had bad breath and you said, I think you've got bad breath and they got offended by it, what about that? That is very difficult. I have actually had that. Bad breath? No, I did have to say that to somebody. You have to tell someone? Mm. You haven't got it yourself? No, no, I hope not. You right. never know, that's the awful thing, isn't it? So you told your friend he had I a bad did. breath? yes, I did. And then you upset him, did you? Uh, it, right. I, I did tell him, it did upset him, but it was information he needed to have, and he doesn't have bad breath now, does he? Well, thanks for your call. I think you've probably just contradicted yourself there, but that's the thing about freedom of speech. There's so many different ways of looking at it. My next caller is John Pallister from Lennox in Cheshire. Hello, John. Gary, hello, Gary. I just wanted to make a point about parking restrictions. Oh, yes. Yeah, well, where I live... Mm. Right, they've brought in these new parking restrictions on the high street that are absolutely killing off local business. Mm. I mean, it's bad enough you get these big supermarkets out of town everyone's banging on about, but now you can't park anywhere. You yeah. can't park on the high street. And the, refri- the restrictions, they're confusing, they're mm. badly signposted. Mm. I mean, it's, it's absolute madness. Yeah. In the past, you had your single yellow line or whatnot, the local Bobby, you just have to say to him, oh, I'm just popping to the post office or whatever for five minutes, would mm. that be all mm. right? Yeah, Bob's yeah. your uncle, yeah. but not now. Now no. you've got these, these parking wards. Well, they're so inflexible, aren't they? Yeah, they, yeah. And when I go around to visit um, a neighbour, before mm. you, could, you could park on his road yeah. quite happily. Mm. But now it's zoned this, that and the other. Mm. And, you know, I can't keep up. Is it A, B? Is it, mm. is it disabled? Is it, is it commercial yeah. use? And these parking wards, I mean, they're so inflexible. Mm. Yeah, I know. Parking's one of those things that people do get quite upset about. Uh, so let's go to our next call now. Eric Pulford from Halifax. I just let you phone to say exactly the same self, same thing that you that lad just said there. What about well, my mum used to say, if you can't say anything nice, then don't say anything at all. Yeah. She also said that a swan could break your arm with one flap of its wing. Well, it was useless information because I never came into contact with any swans. She also said, your face will get stuck in the wind if you leave it in that shape. Don't make a face because if the wind changes, That's it. it'll look you the got same. It. And I believed her. Like a prat. Okay, our next caller is Stuart Hill from Gloucester. What's your point, Stuart? Well, my point is this. Hmm? I, I, it's ironic, isn't it, that the once proud African man standing on one leg looking out across the Kalahari Desert, master of all he surveys, mm. is now exacting a terrible revenge after centuries of oppression removed from his homeland and subjugated, uh, is now bringing the white man to his knees by issuing parking tickets willy-nilly. And I feel, yeah. <laughs> excuse me, that it actually demeans both the African man and mm. the European man, that we are now waging a war over uh, with parking tickets, pieces of paper and bureaucracy over the silly notion of, you, no, you can't park your car there, or you can park your car, for example, there. Right, it certainly is ironic, it's, it's a good point, or, or is that racist? Um, I'll tell you what... Um, It'd be great to hear from, from someone from the black community to get their views on that, uh, or in fact to get their views on anything. So come on, if, if ring in if you're black, we'd love to hear from you. Hello, next caller. Hello, you're through to down the line. Hello. Hello, Gary. Hello. Um, I'm calling about freedom of speech because yeah. it really is, if you think about it, um, a cornerstone of British democracy. Mm. British people are very polite and responsible. 
with a responsible nation, we've had a, a long history of acceptance. Yes. Uh, if you don't have freedom of speech, you have a very oppressive society. That's I right, think. and we're lucky we haven't got that. Haven't well, yeah. yeah. I think Britain, Britain is possibly the only nation that can handle freedom of speech responsibly. Mm. Why do you think that is? Well, we've had a long history of being polite to each other, mm. opening doors for ladies, mm. Um, mm. sheltering under someone else's umbrella, I think it, that Britain is um, should be a shining beacon yeah. to the rest of the world. And um, when um, Idi Amin, I think, um, expelled the Pakistanis Indians out of Uganda, they come over here and they they've come mm. on lovely, yeah, ever such lovely people. And, and when yeah, you thank you. Well, listen, that's lovely. Thanks very much for your call. Thank you for that. Next call is Julian Finch from Seven Oaks in Kent. Hello, Julian. Are you black? No. No. What's your question? Are we to believe that we now have on the flagship radio station of the BBC uh, an ill-informed yob? Whoa, 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 listen, I, I defend your right to call me a yob, right? But I, I'm uh, not a yob. An ill-informed yob presiding over a ragtaggle bobtail group of idiots mm. ringing in with their pathetic opinions. This is Radio 4. I repeat, this is Radio 4. I heard you the first time. Well, what have you got to say for yourself? Well, you're just ringing in with... You're the idiot with your idiotic opinions. You're just doing what you just complained about. I simply call into attention to you and all your listeners that this does not form a valid radio broadcast for this station. No, this I'm is, not going to argue no, with no, you. No, no, I'm is, not going to argue with you. But this is really good. This is exactly the kind of conversation we want to have. You know, you can be... Say whatever you like. This is your show and... Freedom of speech is not just being able to say what you like to who you like when you like. Well, yes, it is. That's the definition of... Of the term freedom of speech. So you're saying I can literally say to you now, you're a putz. Yes, you. You're, of course, you're well within your rights to call me a putz because it's your it's your duty to be able to say what you want in the freedom of speech. Uh, I could call you a putz. Could you? Well, I could. Well, I well I could. I'm free to speak, but under BBC guidelines, I kind of work under a different. And what insults are you allowed to call me as a, uh, under BBC guidelines? Is my interest. Well, in I probably this? couldn't call you anything under BBC guidelines. I'm employed by the BBC. Ah, so there is no freedom of speech then. Well, there Not is under the BBC well, there is freedom of speech, right? But we at the BBC have a duty to be unbiased and put forward all sides of an argument, yeah? But as a journalist and a broadcaster, I'm obviously not allowed to insult the listeners or to promote my own particular opinions. And what are your opinions? For instance, if I was to make love to your girlfriend and you were to catch me doing that, would you right. not? What would your opinion of me be then? Well, that's, that's not, nothing to do with freedom of speech. Well, give me a word. Well, I'd think you're, I think you're a scoundrel. But that's not that's nothing to do with freedom of speech. That's just an opinion. I think you've got it wrong. I don't think I've got it wrong. I can say to you mm. whatever I like, and you can't say anything back. I can I can defend myself, but I can't call you a bad word. If outside this building and not on you air. Curd. Sorry. You twaddock. Uh, listen, this is really what what what, what is your point? Cop. Thank you very much. I don't think we need to descend into name-calling. We're a bit more grown-up than that. Gary Bellamy, 0800 068 7060, or email down the line at bbc.co.uk. And we've already had a load of emails through. Uh, one here from Christine Payne saying that she believes wholeheartedly in freedom of speech. Uh, one from John Byrne saying that uh, the parking restrictions around his area are completely out of control. And I've got one from Natasha Blake, who says that she thinks this show is witless drivel. Um, great, brilliant to have all these opi all these brilliant opinions and new emails. Keep them coming through down the line at bbc.co.uk. My next caller is Harriet Briggs from Croydon. Hello, Harriet. Hello. Hello. Um, you never see a Chinese traffic warden, do you? You just don't see them. 
you know, you've got all the other colours under the rainbow, but you never see a Chinese one. No, you don't. Thanks very much for your call. And we've got a call now from Barry Prober in Southend-on-Sea. Hello, Barry. Are you black? No, I'm not black, Gary, but that's what I'm sort of ringing about, actually, as oh, it goes. OK, yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you, I've noticed, right, something about you and all you people in the media, right, mm. is that you're all non-racist. Right. Well, that's funny, isn't it? Why? They think, you know, that you're all non-racist because you think that some of you would be, wouldn't you? Because I'll tell you something, right? Most of the people I meet are racist, and I meet a lot of people, and mm. they are racist, mm. a bit. Black or white, right? Mm-hmm. You know, all of them are a little bit racist. So what I'm saying to you, mate, right? Yeah. Is how come everyone, without fail, right, who works on the radio or telly, they claim not to be racist, well, racist at all. Well, maybe that's because they're not racist. I'm not racist. Yeah? How many black friends you got then? One or, one or two and a mixed race. But the, the fact is, I'm not racist. Okay, let's do a straw yeah. poll in our studio, yeah? Okay? Uh, Tom, our engineer... Yeah, are you racist? No. No. Polly, and she's no, our production no. assistant, are you racist? No. No. Matt, our producer, are you racist? I, I am a bit. No, there's no racist here. Yeah, but see, right? that's what I mean, right? You all say it on air, you all mouth it off on air, right? But in the real world, people are. You put a camera on someone, they won't admit it. But people are very good at lying. People always have been, probably since time began, you see? Well, I am a bit racist. Matt, how can you... Don't, what are you saying? Well, look, if any black people are out there, please ring in and let us know your thoughts on this subject. Hi, I've got Humphrey on the line. Hello, Humphrey. Yes, hello, Gary. Hello. I was ringing this pick up on um, the an earlier call about uh, about swans. Yes, about swans. That's right. Um, yeah. it, it is true that that a fully grown swan they have tremendously powerful um, uh, wings, and a, a, a blow or a flap from a, from a swan's wing could could break uh, one's arm. Right. I mean, a, a child, a fully grown man. I think the swan. Would would have a bit of a fight on. But how would you protect yourself against the wingspan of a, of of a, of a swan? I think probably just uh, strike it with a club. Right, but you can't do that, can you? Because they're, they're protected no, no, animals. They are protected there. by the, the queen. Every, every swan in the country is property of the queen. Yeah, I think it's a, a terrible shame that we denied the taste of of swans' flesh. I mean, it looks like a lovely bird. I mean, it'd be nice just to try it. Yes, I have eaten swan. Have you? It was at a, uh, a banquet at the Stationers Hall, attended by, by by Prince Charles, and we were allowed to eat um, <coughs> a, a, a swan. Is it, is it true they only they only sing when they're dying? Yes, and I have heard the dying what? song of of of, <coughs> of a swan. It was enormously moving experience and I I cried for days what did it sound like rather like I don't know if you've heard some of the the, the new Nokia ring no I haven't I I haven't heard those well it, I I was on a bus the other day and with some uh, youth uh, their phone went off and instantly I was right back there yeah. and I was in absolute floods of, and I thought my god the bus has run over yeah. a swan um, or it had flown into the, the glass, mm. you know, low-flying yeah. swan. Um, <clears throat> but, of course, it, it was one of these ringtones, and I think this is an enormous problem yeah. of noise pollution. Thank you. Well, thanks very much for your call.
I've got another call here. I've got Peter Shaw from the Wirral. Hello, Peter. Hi, right, Kelly. How are you doing, mate? I'm fine, thanks. Yeah, well, you know, I'm just ringing in to say, mate, yep. a lot of whingers and moaners on your show. I know. And that actually, you're doing a great job, mate. Oh, thanks very much. Yeah, you know, give yourself a pat on the back, la. I will do. All right, ta-ra. Thanks for your call. Now, while we're on the topic of freedom of speech, I'd like to bring in someone into the discussion here. Down the line from his home in Kent is Professor Thomas Evely, who is a supporter of David Irving, among others. He's a Holocaust denier who has written three books on the subject, and he's not ashamed to talk about his appreciation of Adolf Hitler and the Nazis. Now, obviously, these are not views shared by Down the Line or the BBC, but we thought it was important to let someone have their say and explain exactly what they believe and why, because we're not afraid of freedom of speech here on Down the Line. So uh, let's go to Professor uh, Evely. Hello, Professor. Hello, you there? Hello. Hello, Professor. You're you're on down the line, live on Radio Four. Professor, you maintain that Hello. six million. You maintain that six million Jews were Hello. not. Hello. Hello. Are you coming up, Thomas? Professor. I'm just doing a radio program. Are you on yet? Yes. No. Hello. I can't hear anyone. Hello. 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 Professor. You take my tea up. Well, it's all. I've done it. I'll just take it up for you. Shall I, Tom? Okay. Thanks. Hello, can you... Shouldn't be a minute. Can you hear me? Hello? Professor Thomas Evely, hello? Hello? Hi. I take that programme you wanted. Shall we watch it in bed? I'm right. just doing... I'm just doing a call. All right, well, I've got a bit confused with the leads on the DVD, but I think I can get my head round it. OK, I'm just doing this, and then I'll be up. Hello, I'll you're through that. now. We can hear you. Can you hear us? OK. Can you hear me? Hello? Hello, Professor, can you hear me? Hello? Hello, Professor? Tom, there's a message on the other phone... Hello, Professor. We're trying, we're trying to get through to... Let's let you know there's a bit of a problem here. I'm trying to get through to a Holocaust denier, Professor Hello? Thomas Evely, very controversial figure who oh, supports the Nazis and Adolf Hitler and denied the Holocaust ever existed. He's now on the phone. We're just trying to get hold of him. Hello? Hello? Can you hear me? Hello? Uh, Professor, I can hear you. Uh, now, your views and opinions have caused controversy wherever you've gone. Uh, you're one of the most hated people in, in Britain. Uh, Hello. Um, I just wonder if you could... Uh, dis hello? hello? Can you hear me? We'll have to try him later. We'll have to ring Anybody him back. Anybody there? Thomas, we'll have to I'm come back. Sorry about that. We'll try and get hold of Professor Evely later on in the show. Let's uh, go to another call from Patrick Ingram from Thetford. Hello, Patrick. Hello? Hello there. You're through hi. to down the line. Hi, hi. Yes. Uh, are, you, are you from the black community? Uh, I'm not, as a matter of fact, but uh, if I were... I'd be very proud to represent the black community. Good. Uh, and in fact, that's why I've been listening to your program with good. a growing sense of unease. Uh, right, um, yeah. Uh, regarding the treatment of uh, immigrants, asylum mm. seekers, and what have you in this country. That's right, yeah. I'm proud of my country, mm. but not in a jingoistic way. No. And I believe it behoves us to welcome these people into our country. We need to be understanding and uh, welcoming, but firm with them. In what way well, should I make we be it my firm? business to literally extend the hand of friendship to them. And I, I practice what I preach. If I see a, a person of colour yes. or what looks to be an asylum seeker, mm. I proffer the hand of friendship. I That's extend, I extend That's my hand, I shake them warmly by there. And I say, welcome to our country. We are a peaceful, understanding people mm. with a great liberal tradition. Yeah. If you abide by these traditions... Um, you will find us civilised, peace-loving, welcoming people, mm. and our underlying philosophy is live and let live. Yeah, you should be proud of yourself. I am. If everyone was like you, this place, this country would be a better place. Thank you very much. Thanks for your call.
I've got Horace from Wiltshire. Hello, yes, Horace. Yes, yes. Well, I think sometimes freedom of speech is, uh, uh, is, is, is inappropriate, you mm. know. Mm. I think women should be asked to pay a small charge if they wish to talk about how well their children are doing at school and how worried they are about finding them the right place at the next school. Uh, why, you know, why, why should they be should pay a fine, 50 pounds? Why, why? Well, because it would encourage them not to be so tedious when they're sitting next to me at dinner parties, you know. That's what I think about freedom of speech. Well, thank you very much for your call, Horace. Thank you. Always a pleasure. Thank you. Thanks. Hi, you're live on Down the Line with Gary Bellamy. Hello. Oh, hello, Mr. Bellamy. No, hello. Um, I, I just, I just want, I, I hear your discussion and you're talking about there's no black people phoning up. That's right, we wanted some black people to ring in, yeah? Yeah, so I mean, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a black man and I hear what you're talking about. So oh, I just good. ring up to, to express my view, opinion and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Where, whereabouts are you from? I'm from Barbuda. Barbuda, you know? Well, yeah. Barbuda? Yeah, Barbuda, yes, that's right. Are you joking? Huh? Bar there's no such place as Barbuda. Huh? That's, just a, that's a cross between Barbados and, and, huh? and, and Bermuda, isn't it? Huh? Wait, wait. Uh, no, 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 I'm from Barbuda. Barbuda, There's that's no right. such place, don't be silly. Hold on, hold on, hold on. B-A-R-B-U-D-A. It's yeah. not Barbados, ba Barbuda, yes. That's, that's where I'm from. Sorry, and I'm sorry, that there's no such place. This is a hoax call. I want to talk to genuine black black callers. No, 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 no. no. You're Barbuda. making a hoax. Barbuda. There is no right? such place as Barbuda. Thank what you very much. What are you talking much. about, man? Don't... Right, my next caller is, uh, I've got Kenneth Pardue here from Reading. Hello, Kenneth. Hello. Hello there. What's your point? What's your question? Well, I'd just like to say that I agree entirely with the previous caller. Okay. And do you want to add, in, any, add anything to that? Well, unfortunately, they, they've pretty well covered everything I was going to say. I, so I, yes, I agree entirely with what they said. Okay. Well, thanks very much for your call, Kenneth. Thank you. Thank you. Hi. Um, you threw Hello. down the line. Hello. Uh, Hello. Are you black? No, I'm not, mate. No. Oh, okay. No. I'll just, uh, but I'll tell you what I do, I want to make a point. Yes. I'm saying about the free, if this was the 70s, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Then we had proper freedom of speech, you could say what you liked. In, in what way? Well, you see a pretty, pretty nice bird walking down there, nice Richard yeah. walking down there. I'd, Hello darling, mm -hmm. you know, these days, blimey, you get locked up for that when you go. Hey. Don't, well, you don't really get or, locked up for it, do oh, you? Oh hello darling, so, you know, while you're down there, if they're bending over near you, yeah. while you're down there, no one better than eyelid. Oh, no. oh, lovely jugs, nice frubnies, lovely I mean, frubny bits. But that, that, is that is like 25, 30 years ago. So what? Still fresh in my mind, Cal. Yeah, but do you, you know, still there was a spring in my step then. There was, life was more, colours were brighter. Yeah. See? But yeah. I think you, you think about the programme that used to be on then. Love thy neighbour. Mm. On the buses. Yeah. Why don't they show them no more? Because they're dated no. and they're quite racist. Do you know what? Yeah. But people liked them. They did, that's well, because they, all... they didn't know any different, you see. No. Now they well, know that it's wrong. you try and brush it under the carpet. I'm not brushing anything under the carpet. You try and brush them programmes under the carpet. People liked them. So you're saying that we were freer to say what we wanted 20 year, 30 years ago. I could lean out my van window mm. and I could say, hello, darling. Yeah. Lovely jugs. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. That's, but you're, you're free to do that if you want. It's, that's the whole point of freedom of speech. Well, thank you very much. But, you know, it's not... If you're a woman walking down the street and you had some man shouting that to, to you, well, you wouldn't like that much, would you? I'll tell you what, that's the price you have to pay for freedom, isn't it, Gary? Yeah, I suppose hey, it is. Swings I suppose and roundabouts. <laughs> swings and roundabouts, mate. Yeah. Swings and roundabouts. Yeah. Yeah. What's your, I don't understand why you keep saying swings and roundabouts. Swings and roundabouts. What about them? Well, you know... Swing roundabouts, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, uh, I honestly have no idea what he was talking about. Uh, oh. 
Now, I've just been handed a, uh, a note here from my producer, Matt, who says that Barbuda is an actual place and it does exist. So I'm really sorry to my, to the, to, to, uh, to Don, who is our first black caller. Um, if you want to ring back and, uh, tell us what your point was, I'm, I'm terribly, terribly sorry. Um, I'm sorry if I doubted you. Okay, let's go back to the phones. Hi, you're live on down the line with Gary Bellamy. Hello. Uh, hello, uh, hello Gary. There. You're, I've... you're not black, are you? Obviously, you're not black. Um, well, why, why do you make that assumption? Because you don't sound it. Well, I mean, how, how is one supposed to sound if one is black? I'm, I'm, I'm blacker than the night, my friend. I mean, what, what, what sound talking, it. Well, whether, whether I sound it or not has got nothing to do with this. I mean, I mean, this is a full, form of inverted racism. No, it's um, not. I'm, I'm, not, this, I'm not well, racist. I, I, you see, let, let us try to move forward in a more positive way. No, I, well, don't call I, me a racist. I'm not a racist. Can I, I how, really can I, how can I prove to you? Look, listen, every night I, or oh, not every night, but on some nights I have jollof rice and foo foo. What, what is your point? What are you ringing about? Please don't take that tone because you No, you I'm not taking racist. any tone, but I'm not racist. You you call me racist. I, well, I well, you are simply, racist I, I look, you're assuming you're assuming that because I'm black, I have to to speak in a certain way. And I'm telling no, you well, that. I, 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 no, I don't. It's just you know sometimes I can tell if someone's from Scotland by the sound of their voice. I can tell if someone's from. I can tell if someone's a woman. I can tell if someone's a man. Well, well, I can well, tell if someone's a child. I just assumed. Well, I didn't you, think can, you were can black. Can you tell if someone's from Guildford, for God's sake? You know. What? I mean, can you tell if someone's from Guildford? I've never been to Guildford. I don't know what they sound like, but I, I'm not that specific. Well, 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 there you go. Well, don't make claims that you can't to back up. Do I, I mean, sound... You know, do, okay, listen, hang on a second. Do I sound black to you? Well, you could be black, but I, I think... Well, it'd be come on, be reason. honest. Do I... Could I be black? Of course you could be black. Why couldn't you be black? Do I sound like I'm Just black? Just a moment, please, please. It depends on the, de on the demographic environment and circumstances which are responsible for your socialization. And in my case, as a black person... How do your parents speak? My mother is very, very well spoken. In fact, she, she's a university graduate. But my, my father is rather ting-and-ting. -ting, so ding -ling. he does sound black? Well, he does ting-and-ting and ding-a-ling. -ting right, what's ting-and-ting and ding-a-ling, ting then? What is ting-and-ting and ding-a-ling? -ting and yeah. Well, he tends to okay. sort of be... Well, can you impersonate your father? Um, well, yes. Um, How does well, he talk? Well, 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 where you've been all this time, man? See, I, there, I, there you go. Do a bit more. Uh, where have you been all this time? There I, you, I, you go, you sound black. I thought you said you were supposed to come in here by three o'clock. Come in here. Come in here. That's the bit that sounds black, like come in here. No, 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 no. I, where no, you no, been you, all this time, you come well, in I, I don't know if you've ever been to Jamaica, but there's some white people there. Been. There's some white people there who sound exactly like that, in fact, you know. But this is all beside the point and rather tiresome. I, it's not well, I quite like talking about it because I'm learning more about the voice of black people than I ever had done before. I'm not, I'm not the voice of black people. I'm the voice of myself. Uh, I, 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 you're I speaking for any, your I, race and for I, your... I'm, I'm speaking for my race. What, what, what a you're, you're, defend, you're defending your... If I your... made a statement to you, if I were to say to you, why didn't you sort your race out? You would regard that as a preposterous suggestion. And therefore, for you to say that I'm speaking on behalf of my race is an equally preposterous suggestion. Mm. I do consider myself to be a brethren, and, and, I, and I'm 100% black. But that, that's not to say that there could be even a young youth, you know, yes. somewhere in Brixton or something like that. How could I possibly uh, articulate his opinion? We do have uh, similar hues. We do have a uh, similar perspective on the world. But that doesn't mean to say that I represent him. And for you to deny the vast multiplicity of perspectives that we have is, is, a, is a calumny. There, really, you know. Okay, look, yeah, okay, well, we fine. We've, we've got that there. We've established that. But what exactly is it you're ringing in for? What is what is your point? Why did you ring in the well, first I'm, place? Well, I'm ringing in to say that I think the parking fines are far too severe, and there's something should be done about it. Really, that's it. Well, well, yes. 
Thanks very much for your call. Well, we're out of time here, I'm afraid. What a shame. I could have gone on talking all night. Uh, but alas, that is the end of the show. And uh, thanks to all our callers today. Some great opinions. Not sure I agree with all of them. But uh, the world would be a boring place if everyone agreed with each other, wouldn't it? Don't you think? So if you couldn't get through today, please try again for next week. Uh, we'll be talking about the European Union, sport on TV and the war on terror and rape.